Welcome everyone, I'm Sarah Griffin. I'm working on my week six assignment for my introduction to organizational and human performance class. This week's assignment is to create a podcast and interview someone who we believe is a successful leader. The person that I have chosen to interview is my husband Solomon and the topics that we're going to dis discuss briefly are open communication, teamwork, and then we'll finish up with conflict resolution. Uh, but before we get into that, I'll, I'll let Solomon tell us a little bit about himself. Hello, I'm Solomon Griffin, and uh, I have 30 years experience as a supervisor, a leader, manager in the military and in the Department of Defense. I'm currently managing six employees in the Security and Foreign Disclosure Office. Okay. Um, first question, uh, do you believe that you're a successful leader? Yes, I do. I believe I'm a successful leader. Um, as I said, I have uh, lots of experience at every level, um, starting as a supervisor, a team lead, manager, a branch chief. Um, I've learned from both uh, all of my supervisors, both good and bad, and I've uh, strive to be uh, a great manager and I wholeheartedly believe that I, I am. Okay. Um, what are some of the traits that you believe a successful leader should have? Well, some of the traits that I feel a successful leader should have are the traits that I possess. How about that? Mm -hmm. uh, effective uh, communication. I um, I like to keep the lines of communication open between myself and my employees. Um, uh, accountability and responsibility. Um, uh, not only myself, but I hold my, my employees accountable for uh, and responsible for their actions. And you also have to be- on and off duty? Um, yes, on and off duty. It's, okay. it's sort of a, a whole person concept, <clears throat> if you will. Um, you also have to be able to manage complexities, uh, be a problem solver, and fix those things that you can, you can control, and those things that you can't control, uh, know those uh, agencies or uh, avenues helping that you can... Helping agencies. Right, right. Those, uh, know where you can go to get help to, to, to get those things fixed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I think that another uh, aspect is to foster creativity and innovation. Uh, they have, uh, a leader should be able to encourage uh, their team uh, to risk experimentation, you know, try to encourage them to be creative and do things differently. Right. Right. Uh -huh. I agree. Okay. Especially where you work at right now, AFRL. Uh, yes. There's a lot of innovation going on. Absolutely. We're on the cutting edge of technology mm -hmm. and uh, pushing the envelope for uh, test and development. Right. Okay. Um, so I have another question for you. Let's see. And that is along the lines of teamwork. Why is an effective team important in your current work environment? An effective team is important in my current work environment. Um, yeah, uh, as I said, I employed six uh, individuals 
and they all have their responsibilities. Uh, they have three or four um, major programs that they're running, that each of them are running. And it's important that they uh, not only know their primary job, but be able to back up other employees in our section to ensure that the mission is accomplished at the same level, whether the work is completed by the primary individual mm -hmm. or the, uh, the backup or alternate. Right. Um, so so where, where innovation is concerned, teamwork is, is vast, very important. Um, if you, you know, develop the right team, uh, recruit and develop the right team, you'll be able to create, um, you know, uh, an unstoppable for, stoppable force mm -hmm. uh, that'll drive your organization mm -hmm. to success as well. Yeah, and it's very important to make sure that you're you have a team that you can cross train uh, your people into other programs. So if someone's on leave or uh, they're not there that day, that you can still uh, get things accomplished and not just have to wait for a day or two for that person to come back. So. Basically, your team is, is really uh, highly effective when they have that ability to do someone else's job. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So along with teamwork, uh, sometimes things don't always work out right. Right. So the next topic and our last topic is conflict resolution. So uh, the question is, tell me about a time when it was necessary to confront a negative attitude in your team? Specifically, what actions did you take and what was the outcome? Okay, I had a really tough situation that, um, that I had to deal with with two of my employees in the workplace. Um, there was just a lot of conflict between the two of them. And the first thing I did was sit them both down individually and talk to them about their, what was going on between them to try to get to the root cause of, of their issue. <clears throat> the next thing I did was to send both the employees to a class um, dealing with uh, conflict resolution. I thought that would be a good start for them to kind of understand that within a work center, you may have issues with some people sometimes, but there's, that shouldn't be a, a showstopper you should still be able to work with people and respect people within the work center. Mm -hmm. After that class, I noticed that uh, the employees were still kind of acting out and really weren't communicating well within the work center. Some uh, uh, suspenses were, you know, dropped in the middle between the two of them. So I, at that point, I seeked um, uh, professional help through the uh, our organization's employee relations office. Mm -hmm. So what was the outcome of that? Did that help or, um, you know, some people have a stigma about work counseling, I guess right. you could call it, but did that help? Yeah, I was concerned about that issue too. I thought they would kind of be withdrawn from it. And um, so once they went to the... Uh, uh, employee relations <clears throat> office they did a um, mediation between the two employees 
And after the session ended, the employees returned to work. You know, it, this went on for a couple of weeks. And so they ended the, the uh, mediation. They returned to work. And they had a better understanding of the root cause of their issues and made a noticeable change in their uh, how they treated one another. And to this day, they're getting along fine. I, it just seems like it was just one or two little things that they just bumped heads about. But after the mediation and all the work that we put in, um, everything worked out great. Um, so because you had to seek out uh, outside assistance from employee relations, mm -hmm. would you say that your initial approach to conflict resolution was ineffective? Or? No, I don't think it was ineffective. I think um, from my point of view, my position as a manager and lead of our the organization, I think I did everything that I knew to do, although it didn't work at that level, uh, the important thing is that managers should be able to uh, to um, seek uh, other avenues. You know, right. uh, you should you need to know uh, other helping agencies that can help you do your job and manage your people. And so basically, I just went through the steps until I got to the point that it, you know, they were still um, uh, acting out. So. Uh, that last step to send them to employee relations kind of straighten everything out. So, yeah, I think I was successful, even though those uh, steps prior may not have worked as I, I had hoped. Overall, it was a success. Okay. Um, so, well, thank you. I appreciate you coming out and helping me out with this. Uh, just to wrap up, what I think I've heard is that some of the traits or the most important part is knowing um, the traits of a successful leader, mm -hmm. being a, an effective communicator, having accountability, responsibility, setting clear goals, and one that's very important is managing complexities because without that, um, you may not have a team to begin with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you uh, asking me to help you out and in this interview, and um, good luck with your class. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right.